Welcome to the special 2018 seasons of the Wealth Standard Podcast, celebrating life, liberty, and property. You are currently listening to Life Season 1. Okay, I'm here with my uh, good friend and who I consider a, a pretty amazing mentor with uh, business and investing, uh, Ken McElroy. Kenny, what's up? How are you, man? I'm awesome. Good to be here. Awesome. We're, uh, we're here in uh, San Diego, La Jolla. Beautiful La Jolla, but we're in a hotel. We're in a hotel. You can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're at a Meet the Masters event, yep. and uh, you were gracious enough to step aside and, uh, and do this interview. Um, so I've known you for, for since 2012. Yeah. And it, you know, at that time, kind of still am, but I remember how nervous I was to, to meet you. And then you graciously uh, let me come down to Scottsdale. And I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. It was like about an hour, hour and a half or so yeah. uh, discussion. And, and uh, I still have my notes and I still refer to them every, every oh, once cool. in a while. Uh, but, but thank you, because I think you know, part of your personality that's so, uh, I would say, dynamic and attractive is that you, uh, you've been so successful, but yet you um, understand the idea of giving back. And, uh, and I think there's a number of people I know that, that feel the same way. So oh, thanks. thanks for what you do. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. But uh, so you're, I mean, you've been on the show, it was, it's, been a year, it's been years, uh, but what I would say is, you know, as we're in this, as this, this theme uh, for the season is uh, the idea of the individual and that an individual, people are the, the true uh, asset, right? Everything comes from uh, a person's idea to, to some degree. Um, and I know you know you you share a very similar philosophy, but uh, really looking at some of the awards that you've won, I think it's is it two years in a row, or, or this is the first year you won uh, one of the top uh, companies to work for? Yeah, yeah, two years in a row now okay. in Arizona. Yeah, twenty seventeen and twenty sixteen. And you have three hundred and fifty yeah. fifty employees. Yep, yeah, we do. Uh, a lot of them are in Texas, but yeah, we have uh, probably one hundred fifty in Arizona. So I would say, if anyone who understands the value of an individual, uh, it's it's you, right? Because uh, in the end, your business, uh, which is uh, primarily real estate, uh, and it's uh, management, it's acquisition, it's construction, uh, but there's a lot of people involved. So maybe speak to, you know, just your experience over time, and and how you come to understand maybe the the value of of an individual, because you have a, a huge spectrum, right? You have those that are super entrepreneurial, but you have those that are just like the grinders, like the super hard workers. Like maybe talk to uh, talk to me about your experience just with with people and how they uh, have helped you in business. Well, I think that my philosophy on how to run a company and how to manage employees and how to motivate employees has changed a lot from the time I started. Mm. You know, I think that. We all, at least I, I read all the textbooks and all the, you know, business books and all the things that, you know, kind of walk you through some of the things that you're supposed to do. But really, I found that the, not all of those things work. And, and, um, and so what I started to do about seven or eight years ago uh, which was, I think, a bit of a risk at the time, and it was certainly a big change but we started, you know, you know how you bring everybody in annually and you go over the numbers and you go over your budgets and you go over the objectives for the year and you go over your goals and all that stuff. We always did that. Um, and we, you know, like I said, that's what some of the business books said you're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Keep everybody informed. Um, and, um, and then I ch- decided to do something different, pretty radically different, actually. 
is um, we started um, doing book studies with everybody. So, so now we bring everybody in and we study a book together. And that, believe it or not, has changed the whole culture because it went from, you know, uh, it went from being, I think, self-serving to selfless. You know, we, we, you know what they understand, what, they're, what, they're, what they do understand and what they get for that two days that, that we uh, that do it is that we're trying to work on them. In other words, you know, as you, I know you're a huge personal development guy, mm-hmm. just like I am, and and you read a lot and you listen to things a lot, and you you know you keep yourself healthy and and you keep your mind healthy and you you attend all kinds of things and read all kinds of books, and I do the same thing. And I thought, you know, if I can, you know, because I came from nowhere, if I can sharpen my mind with knowledge and personal development and awareness then why can't I teach it to some of the people that can't afford it mm-hmm. and why wouldn't I do that to my own company mm-hmm. you know so I felt like I was on a you know a a, um, a jet you know <laughs> flying out of the stratosphere away from my company because I was I was developing personally in a lot of ways and um, but it wasn't keeping up it wasn't keeping up no so we started studying together uh, and uh, we just did our, our uh, we just had it. We fly about 150 people in, and, and um, you know, we just had our last book. Um, and, um, you know, every year, you know, now everybody's like, oh, I think this is going to be a book for our book study, you know. And, and everybody, last year we had, we had uh, 3% turnover. And it's, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know everybody. But they see me on stage. They, you know, we bring guys like Andy Tanner in or Bob Molly, and this year Jason Hartman came, um, and we just study together, you know, and we go deep and we talk about things and and we talk about relationships. This year was all about relationships, and I, I was basically saying, um, you know, if if you can change your relationship with your kid, your mother, your father, your wife, your spouse, your girlfriend, or whatever then you can do it with anybody, you know, and, and that, that carries forward into, uh, you know, whether they walk in a sales office or you're, you're a maintenance guy or whatever you are, you know. And so this year we, went, we dove deep on relationships and, and uh, you know, and I'm just constantly, and, and what's interesting to me is that most of these folks, you got to imagine a lot of our people in our company are, Thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar a year people. They don't have the time or the money to to study like that. Take courses. Take courses. Read books, go take to time stuff. off. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what we started to do, and and it seems to have worked. So 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 in that, I think it's fascinating because you know the idea of there's an angle of personal development, but then you also have this angle of uh, of culture, right, and the cohesiveness of the culture. But maybe maybe talk to you like when those individuals walk away, like the thirty to fifty thousand dollars people, as they have that experience that you've flown them in, that you've taught them that. Like what 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 is it that uh, that retains them? What is it that keeps them there? Um, I think it's community, yeah. and I think it's um, uh, you know a lot of times you know whenever my experience has been that whenever um, what happens is corp- corporations develop policies and procedures around a board table mm-hmm. and then they push it down 
and you know the acceptance um, rate is low you know generally and and, uh, and so what we do is we we try to uh, in those kind of venues is we have the room decide so so a lot of our changes in our company can't come from those weekends and so uh, you know we did like um, our rules of you know our code of conduct you know that Blair Singer talks about mm-hmm. that you know the and and, um, and and we have you know we spent one full day of the entire room deciding you know what are the top five things you know like one of them was never leave a teammate in need right mm-hmm. but that came from the room not from me mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so so what happens is that we find that that when they leave there are things you know it's like anything though there's some people that don't apply anything you know there's some people that go that was great and then there's some people that really embrace it and so but all i'm trying to do you know i'm just trying to let them realize that if 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 they go somewhere else the culture's different yeah that's all you know what i mean and I don't know whether or not it'll come back or they'll come back to us. We have had that happen, but I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to trying to make the company culture as, as strong as it can. And I would say also, it's you know, it, if they've been other places and they come to that culture, it's like that. It is. I would say, isn't the uh, the norm? It's definitely the exception. It is. Yeah, yeah. And we hear that all the time. Yeah. You know, and and. Uh, but again, I, I, I like these people. I, I think that the, the other piece is that I want to tell them how valuable they are, you know, because the truth is, is you know, the, we're all one, right? We're all connected. I mean, I need the guy to pick up the grounds at a property that I bought mm-hmm. just as much as I need the CFO to do the numbers. Everyone has a rule. It's not, they're not more important. Uh, neither of them are more important than the other. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that people realize that, you know, there's a, there's, there's not, we try not to have a hierarchy, even though there has to be a little bit of one. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and um, and that's kind of the way we run the whole business. Yeah, I think there there is an ele- there is an element where you have to have leadership, right? And I, and sometimes those uh, individuals they don't necessarily want to be told what to do. They I think people are naturally driven uh, to follow who they choose as their leader, right? And I think a, a culture similar to that is uh, a culture in which you know that is uh, a choice to to an extent. And when they choose to follow you, that's when they don't have to be told what to do, right? That's- that right. you may give them direction and so forth, but in the end, it's like I mean, I've heard it a few times where some employees uh, refer to their their leaders as someone who they run in front of traffic for, right? And I would say that I mean I don't know if you find that very very seldomly, but at the same time, there are cultures uh, inside of a, of a business that are out there that are like that. So yeah, I I, I agree with you. I think you know I think they also subscribe to leadership. They want vision, mm-hmm. you know. That's a big piece, mm-hmm. and you, you have to project what that is, mm-hmm. and you, you know. And um, but it's interesting because what's happened, Patrick, for us is that we've we've had people that have gotten through and uh, have come into the organization that um, have n- been negative or you know whatever, and and they they actually get kicked out by the culture now you know so we've had that happen 
yeah the culture actually kicks it out mm. um you know it's very interesting to me how that's happened it's it took several years mm. for that to happen but you know the truth is is people don't want they're, they're like hey if, if you're not happy here then just leave you know what i mean mm. and um and, and you know so so we have had turnover but it's been mostly around that interesting yeah so maybe so talk to because that's a I think that's a very for those who are listening it's a very important group to be a part of because I would say in the end uh, you know right now we have super low unemployment there's a lot of uh, jobs out there uh, and uh, and it's interesting just to see kind of the evolution of uh, uh, of the different types of industries and businesses that are being created um, but let's maybe uh, shift gears to. Uh, maybe the, some of the groups that you participate in, and I know that that is a big part of personal development for me, which is the groups that you go and associate with. I mean, this is an, a, a pretty big event here. Uh, you do quite a bit with uh, with Rich Dad, but you also do a lot with YPO. Maybe talk about how the experiences in those groups have helped helped you become a better investor, better businessman, better person. Yeah. So. It's funny. One of my 2018 goals is to be uh, is to participate more in my YPO events, and so I've gone to two already this month as a result. You know, um, because what happens is, you know, personal development I think is important, uh, and it's something that's ongoing, and and so. I'm involved in YPO, I'm involved in EO, which is YPO's Young President's Organization, and EO's Entrepreneur's Organization, and Rich Dad. We just got done uh, doing a two-day book study with Robert Kiyosaki on a book that Chris Voss wrote called um, Never Split the Difference, mm-hmm. yeah. and a uh, great book, and we brought him in on a Skype. He, you know, he oh, talked cool. to us for an hour, uh, and, you know, and we literally, I read that book four times. I went in there. We had an interview with him. We, you know, we role play. We do all these kinds of things that people don't see, but, you know, and that's how we study. The book before that was more spiritually based. You know, we, we, we read the book Awareness. We read the book Untethered Soul. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those have nothing to do with business. Yeah. They have nothing to do with business, but they have everything to do with business. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all... And and so I find myself, after just reading those two books, for example, like, instead of going into a room like a, you know, bowl in a china shop, I go in with more presence, Hmm. you know, and try to see what's going on with the people in it. Um, you know, and try to process them and get them present, my, and, and, you know, so that we're all connected. And so there are, there, are, there are some things that you can do and some things that you learn. And, you know, we, we study all that stuff at, when we're together as a group, too. I think all of that is important. And so, you know, Rich Dad, this stuff, you know, talking on stage and, and doing the, the radio shows and all those kinds of things, they keep me, they keep, they keep you sharp, you know. I mean, I have to. St- I'm, ri- I'm a writer like you, and I have to. I have to stay on top of the current topics. I have to, and if, you know, and so I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. So, and and I think that um, you know, it it has ripples of ripple effect too. And I think one of the things I've discovered, and that's where I I have this you know huge appreciation for what you guys do at Rich Dad because it is you know kind of the the embodied the. You know, what you guys do is total practicing what your mission is, right? Which is to elevate the financial uh, is it awareness, education of humanity. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I would say the those uh, those ideas and the charge that it kind of gives you as a group. I don't know if you know Robert would be able to do it by himself, or you would be able to do it by himself. 
or yourself. And, and that's where I look at like a, a group of, of like-minded, aligned people that have a, a same mission. I mean, it's, it's kind of like one of those unstoppable, unstoppable forces. But oftentimes you, you can say that the groups that exist um, for, for individuals, whether it's their family or their neighborhood or their community, often can be the catalyst to not pursuing dreams. And so that's where I would say, you know, as I look at, you know, determining yourself as your, as your best asset, it's being, you know, aware of where you associate, who you associate with in those, in those groups. Because, I mean, with your YPO group, um, like what's, what's the scope of business ownership? I mean, because I know you've, been, you've talked to me before about like guys that have done insane businesses and, and you, know, you know, most big business owners uh, you know, in the Arizona area, but how does that help maybe open your mind to what's possible for you by just the, the, the type of person that's in that group? Well, I, that's a good question. I, I think in a lot of ways, um, you, you know, I mean, Jim Rohn said it. He said, you are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with, mm -hmm. you know, and I believe that. If, if You know, it's interesting to me. And, um, you, you know, I remember the steps. I remember being conscious about uh, being around negative people. Mm -hmm. I remember being conscious around people that were maybe depressed or always, you know, energy suckers or whatever, you know. And 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 I remember um, saying, okay, this obviously isn't, you know, helping me in any way. Mm -hmm. And so as I, as I moved through and I found, you know, first landed in EO or Entrepreneurs Organization, I found that it really does kind of take a positive person to start a business. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very interesting. I mean, there not that there aren't negative people there, but you know, po po you can be too positive too, of course. But um, you know, it generally takes an optimist in some ways to 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 think, hey, I can do that. Why can't I do that? You know, and so then YPO was just a whole different level it was it was you know because eo is you only need a million dollars of annual sales and YPO you need 10 and you need 200 employees and so you know like and then they break you up into small forums and you know in my forum i've got two guys that went public you know one is lifelock you know uh, right, yeah. todd davis uh, is a good friend of mine you know he's he just sold a semantic for 2.6 billion uh, but he he's from Plano, Texas, and he you know he started you know, you know the personal ID and you know it was a rough road for him early on and you know and I got to you know hear behind the scenes about all of it and and same same him with with me and, and so what happens is birds of a feather flock together you know I mean the truth is is that all some people just play a bigger game but we all are uh, suffering from the same stuff yeah. I mean we have we have you know marital issues mm -hmm. you know we have financial issues we have employee issues we have capital issues we have mergers and acquisition issues we have sales you know we have everything i mean every single person whether you can throw any name of any company and um you know everybody's dealing with the same stuff it really is and so what's cool is that when they're when you're operating at a big level like that you've kind of figured out a lot about companies and how they're run and corporate governances and different things. And, and you have a really nice resource too to draw from, yep. you know? 
and someone that's gone through similar experiences already. Yeah, they can like, kind of give you guidance to take. Yeah, I mean, it's it sounds simple, but I, I so I was sitting at lunch this week with my buddy Peter Thomas, who started Century Twenty One. He's in his eighties, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I just started this new franchise. It's called Dogtopia, and I got seventy of them now." And, and I'm laughing at him, you know, you know, it's uh, it's a uh, you know, dog, yeah, dog daycare. Yeah, dog daycares. I was laughing, you know, because yeah. I love him. And, you know, he's one of my mentors, you know, and then also. Uh, the you know the the CEO of the Diamondbacks and you know yeah. these these are normal people yeah. with big you know they're just issues are bigger and you read about them you see them on TV or whatever but honestly they're just the same as you and I yeah. they have the same crap mm-hmm. going on right uh, but they're into personal development and they're there for a reason yep. you know they're listening to the same speaker I'm listening to try to sharpen their saw yeah. and it's just very interesting to me yeah. you know. Well, there was a the, the connection I made. It was, it was years ago, but I, I played hockey for a couple years in college, and I was never really that that good. I just loved I just loved to play, and one of my buddies got invited to a like a junior A uh, camp in um, uh, Minnesota, and it was a, it was put on by the Sharks. So you had some pro guys there, some like. Um, like IHL, AHL guys, a bunch of junior guys, but he got me in to, to go, and it was like this week long camp. And I remember, like the when I the instant I got there, I mean these are guys that had like missing teeth, and it was like totally not the crew that I was that I was used to playing with. But I remember getting on getting on the ice, and the warm up speed was like what full speed was in like a game for me. And so I remember that whole that whole week, like it stretched me big time because of the environment that I was yeah. that I was in. And it, it was amazing because I made some really good friends, still people that I'm connected with uh, today. And, uh, and then also I realized just how much better I got within just a, a, short, a short week. So I look at that dynamic and I think the groups that we, you know, I would say choose to associate with, right, oftentimes they help us to, to stretch because they do, we do realize that, you know, we all have similar backgrounds. We all have similar characteristics. Uh, but yeah, I think we give each other confidence and support that we can be better. Yeah, the other thing that, um, that I love is that they call you out. <laughs> I love that the most because what happens is sometimes you start believing your own BS, mm-hmm. you know. And so if they, they know after a while you have a relationship and they know whether you're off or telling the you know like maybe not being misrepresenting yeah yeah right whatever it might be right and so you know and that develops into these great relationships you know Uh, but i love that piece too you know because we always weigh in at the beginning you know how are you doing how's your health family and business right uh from scale of one to ten and um you know, and so if somebody says, hey, you know, I'm, right now I'm at a six on my family, then we dive in on that issue, you know, or I'm a six on my business and I've got this going on. And so, uh, you know, I think it's just an incredible resource to have uh, any kind of peer group like that mm-hmm. where everyone's equal. You know, we were talking about this earlier. You know, I think that everyone in the room is equal. You know, some, some guys are running bigger companies, but nobody's thought of as you know, superior. There's no hierarchy. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that dynamic is, is helpful, especially because of the caliber of people that are in that room. Yeah. Especially yours. Well, let's, uh, we're probably running out, running out of time here, but let's, um, let's do this. Why don't you maybe just 
kind of give a few couple pieces of advice for those that are listening as to some of the steps you would take if you, you know, may not necessarily be developing your best asset, pursuing, you know, a course to improve yourself, but have the desire to? Well, I think, so I, I believe, and I, I think you'll agree that if, even if you're sitting in a cube somewhere, if you're developing personally, you're going to make more money. Wouldn't you agree with that? Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. So I, I think that it's really that simple, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you know, whether you read Rich Dad Poor Dad or whether you, you know, you read The Road Less Traveled or What Colors Your Parachute or The Alchemist or all those, of course, you've probably read, I've read. They all change your perspective just a little bit. And I, I think that the easiest, simplest thing somebody can do is start there. Mm-hmm. Just pick up a book, read it. And then also, you know, maybe maybe have two or three people read it at the same time and, and then just start that's what you should be talking about over lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um, you know, not how upset you are or, or you know you know what I mean, or, yep. or where you know, where you might want to go. Although those might be legitimate, but I think you know, that's the simple. Also, there's no excuse, in my opinion, that, you know, the old days, you used, like, how you did and how I did, you used to have to go to seminars and pay for them. Mm-hmm. And, and now there's everywhere. They're on the Internet, and there's really good positive stuff out there. Um, the other thing that I stopped doing is I just stopped watching TV. And... Uh, I just don't watch it anymore. I, I watch some Netflix here and there, you know, on shows. I enjoy shows, but I don't put anything in my head that's negative. You know, I do read the news on my, you know, on my uh, uh, iPod or my uh, my new Apple phone that I got, but yeah. you know, and my iPad. But I, I, I don't, I don't really like to watch Fox News or some of the other stuff. And it's the bashing and the bashing, and the arguing and the arguing. Healthy. Yeah, so so that's just what I do. Mm. But I think people can do that. You know, they fall into habits and fall into routines. One of the books that we studied was The Power of Habit, like three years ago. Yeah. It's a great book. You know, what, what makes somebody, um, you know, when they um, walk into the kitchen, grab a cigarette and put it in their mouth, and they don't even know they're doing it, or when they're getting in the car or whatever. You know, and that's a obvious example, but there's a zillion little habits that people do, and one of them is go home, pour a glass of wine, sit down in front of the TV till they go to sleep. Yep. And that's the worst thing ever, you know? And so I'm not saying you can't have a glass of wine here or there, but, you know, every night, you know, or, or you know, and that, that just can get out of hand. And the same thing with how you have your relationships with how you speak to people, you know? They're, they're all habits, you know? And um, it's helped me in every way, man. It's helped me, as you know, how close I am with my kids. I just got back from a week of snowboarding with them. Um, they want to be with me. We want to hang out. You know, when we're together, we're, we're, you know, we're laughing. We're having a good time. We're wrestling, you know, and they're jumping on me. And, you know, and they're, they're 19 and 16, you know. And, um, I mean, they're bigger and stronger than I am now. But, <laughs> you know, without a doubt. But the point is, is you know, all that stuff is learned. Yeah. It's it is learned. I mean, I grew up. My dad was an alcoholic, and I grew up in a you know uneducated family, and you know I grew up scrappy, and and you gotta you gotta rough those edges. Yeah, I mean, you gotta smooth those rough edges. Yeah. You know. But the experience. I mean, it's I don't know. I, I would say that the experience of life is pretty amazing sometimes, but it's also 
it's the it's the the framework and the environment where you can really do anything that you put your mind to. And I would say in the end, as we kind of conclude the podcast, uh, the idea is you know you. All relationships, all people in your life are, are assets, whether it's employees, whether it's people you associate with, whether it's your kids, whether it's your family. And I think if we looked at people that way, and I always try to look at the, the idea that you know, the, materi- the material world is a function of you know, someone's ideas. Those people are the true assets, not the actual things themselves. Right? So in the end, if that is true, then how can you build onto your assets, whether it's what you've learned, uh, whether it's developing... Um, you know, the way you speak to people, redoing some of your habits. But I say in the end, it's like anybody can, anybody can build onto that, what I would say, infinite balance sheet because there's always something to improve on. There's always something you can do better. There's always more value you can create for other people. That's right. Yeah, yeah I couldn't agree more. I think relationships are the key to life, man. Yeah, a million percent. Yeah. A million percent. All right, Kenny. Thanks, awesome. buddy. Always Thank good you. seeing you. All right. As always, Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us as the Wealth Standard Podcast spends all of 2018 celebrating life, liberty, and property. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, and we'll see you on the next one.